It is Tuesday, July 13, and you are listening to the Victory Point Bible Reading Plan Podcast. My name is Matt. I'm Brad. And uh, we are your voices for today. Sorry. And, yeah, <laughs> I like your voice, Brad. I don't like my voice, but uh, man, you got a good radio voice. And you got a good face for television. I just it's, want it's you to know. It's a great face for radio. And great hair. Great hair. Um, it is... Uh, it's a great passage today. I, I can't believe we get to read this passage. Um, probably the best known Psalm uh, ever, Psalm 23. Um, normally on Tuesdays, uh, we spend a little time doing Testimony Tuesday, but we're going to read the passage first today. And then Brad's just going to share a story of, of breakthrough or testimony actually from this passage today. So we're going to dive right in. So uh, if you have a Bible in front of you or a device, find Psalm 23. And I'm going to ask Brad if you'd be willing to to read this passage today for us. Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not be in want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He restores my soul. He guides me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. Surely goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Yes. Amen. What a, I mean, I, I just, it boggles my mind to imagine like how many times has this passage been read, you know, um, at funerals or uh, in Sunday gatherings, or or just uh, as people are walking through valleys, um, what a great word! Um, what a great psalm! So you were saying as as we were talking offline uh, before we press record uh, that that this psalm I, I think maybe has some significance to you, or, or there's a story or a testimony uh, just kind of coming out of this particular psalm. Um, can you share a little bit more about that? Yeah, I think you know, growing up in the church, I think this is one of the psalms that. I probably had to memorize probably about a thousand times uh-huh. between church or school or any of those things. And I think it had become one of those Psalms that I have like, you know, you read because you don't really read it because you kind of know it. So you just kind of skim mm-hmm. it and like, yeah, it all sounds cool. Um, but this last time when I read it um, to kind of go over it for this, um, it really uh, like I heard it differently than I had heard it before. Mm. And um, verse two where it says, he makes me lie down in green pastures. Okay. Like I'd never, like I always thought about that before is like, oh yeah, you know, you take a break and you spend time with God, but I miss the second word all the time. The part oh. where he makes me. Yes. Like, like the way, the the current pace of life, like there is no time for me to take breaks for things between yeah. work and family and three boys and everything going on. Like I don't do well at the resting part. Mm-hmm. And so I realized that like, God makes me take rests like he needs like I need to take rest. That's part of that's part of the way that God designed things. And so like even though it's not in my plan, it's definitely in his plan. Mm-hmm. And so uh, that just hit me in a new different way. Like the way <clears throat> I always read this psalm as like I do these things with God, you know, you know, you know, he and I go with places or, you know, but it's, you know, he's doing everything in here. I'm just following along. And I need to do a better job of doing the following part and not trying to lead with him and taking the rest when he tries to provide rest for us. Yeah. So let me ask you this. I'm just going to throw a curveball in there. Like, 
for you personally, like what's restful, like what recreates you, what refreshes you? I mean, like, I think sometimes when we think of the word rest in scripture, you know, um, we think of, oh, it must mean sleeping, Mm -hmm. taking a nap, which is glorious and awesome. I love taking naps. I mean, Jesus took a nap in a boat during a storm. Like we should be like Jesus, take naps. But, um, but what, what for you is, is rest? Like what recreates you? Like what kind of could even be activity? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, oddly enough, rest for me usually looks like some form of work. So, okay. uh, so Friday, uh, we were off for the holiday and, uh, my mother had the boys. Uh, so I kind of had like a free day with like, I could do whatever I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so Rachel and I went out to breakfast in the morning. Uh, and then I actually spent uh, about three hours, uh, running around in the tractor, brush hogging some fields. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I hadn't done that in a very long time. And uh, it was it was super restful for me because I could just kind of hang out and collect my thoughts, and I was accomplishing something productive, yeah, which uh, usually feels good. Uh, but yet it was still kind of a low stress, just enjoyable, uh, kind of quiet. You know, oddly to say, but quiet time, just to mm-hmm. uh, um, rest and do that. So mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's uh, that was yeah, that was that was awesome. Yeah. So rest doesn't necessarily mean lack of activity. But it's a change of pace. It's a change of rhythm. Sometimes mm-hmm. a change of scenery. Uh, it, it's those things that um, recharge, recreate, sort of reset us. Mm-hmm. And I think do position us. Uh, it's it's in seasons of rest that we get positioned um, to to maybe hear in fresh ways from the Lord. And I'm thinking of our passage yesterday that we talked about. I mean, David is experiencing a season of rest from his enemies. And suddenly that makes him, gives him space to start thinking about the Lord in new ways. Like, mm-hmm. wonder like if the Lord would like a house and um, in the beginning, you know, and it creates a space to, to hear from the Lord through Nathan, you know, seasons of rest are important. That's why Jesus intentionally, you see in the gospels, um, often withdrew to lonely places. We're going to read about that later this week as well. Um, but just the importance of, of a rhythm of working from a place of rest and sometimes He's such a good shepherd, isn't he, that when we're not intentionally stepping into rest, sometimes he he makes us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he, he he sometimes circumstances align that that force us, you know, to to take rest because God, the good shepherd, knows it's important to us. Well, that's a good story. That's a good testimony, and that's a, mm-hmm. a I would say a, a kairos and a breakthrough, you know, of the scriptures coming alive to you in in new ways and noticing things. Um, for me, like, uh, I can't help, you know, because because I've had the, the incredible blessing of uh, going on a trip to the Holy Land. Did you go with Ray Vanderland when nope. you were a student? No, never did. Yeah. Um, to, in 2018, I, I did that. Um, and obviously, uh, this was a, a big psalm and in, in theme and lesson that, that uh, he he shared with us. He took us out to where the, the pastures are, to where the shepherds are. And we, we saw like on these hills, these scraggly hills, like these paths that were worn into the hillsides that were known as paths of righteousness, you know, that shepherds have trod over over centuries, you know, um, leading their sheep. And then you um, you see these little tufts of grass, you know, and uh, like you have to get down to see it, like like spots where moisture have collected, you know, by a rock or something like that. And a little tuft of grass comes up. And, you know, I'm thinking when I read this passage, he makes me lie down in green pastures like this fluffy green field. 
that you mm-hmm. just get to roll in and lay down and like partake of. Looking at out the yeah, like the Victory Point lawn as we look out this window, the fluffy green field. Um, all the dandelions are gone this time of year, but uh, but but that it's not always like a big green pasture. Sometimes it's just little tufts of grass, but it's just enough. Mm-hmm. And and to trust that God, um, it's even when it doesn't feel like abundance. He's, he's always enough. His grace is always sufficient for us. We read that uh, a week ago or a couple weeks ago in our Bible reading plan in 2 Corinthians 12. Um, but yeah, I can't help but just kind of go back to the imagery, you know, of, of being in the Holy Land and, and seeing where shepherds led their sheep. Um, and uh, that's just a, a cool reference for me. And, and, and just... Um, yeah, I got more to say, but I'll stop. Like, what, what more do you have? Like, like well, no, I think your reference about the the tuft of grass, like, yeah, because yeah, I always think like, oh yeah, it's like a major, like this is a big field, we're gonna yeah. relax somewhere. Yeah, but yeah, maybe it is just a here's a here's a moment in a day, um, you know, maybe it's a song comes on the radio or it's just you know mm-hmm. a short drive in the car where you get peace and quiet or something like. Yeah, that could be your green pasture for the moment or the day. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's back to the, that very first phrase. The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing or I shall not want. Um, he's such a good, good shepherd. Um, we'll never uh, be in need. Like we might be in want sometimes like for the things of this world or the things we think we need and want, but he knows what we need and he will always satisfy. He will always fulfill. He will always um take care of us. You know, he, he, he makes us rest when we need to. He leads us beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. He guides me. Even when I'm going through what feels like a valley and let's face it, we all do. Like we've, most of us are either just coming out of a valley in a valley or probably soon we'll go into a valley. I mean, it's just (laughs) inevitable. It's inevitable. Like, Valley, valley life is part of life. You know, it's not all mountaintop, but, but even when we're in the valley, it says like, I don't need to fear because where is he? Where's the good shepherd? He's with me, Mm -hmm. you know, and he comforts me and he guides me and he even prepares a table. Just think about that imagery. Like even when we're in a valley or we're surrounded by enemies, whatever enemies are, you know, at a moment in our life, whether they be um, circumstantial, uh, re- relational challenges. Um, God has the peace and the calmness of setting up a picnic table in preparing a meal for us, preparing a table for us. It says, come sit down. Don't focus on uh, like all this stuff around you. Just, just come be with me. Mm-hmm. And I love that imagery. And my cup overflows. My head has oil running down it. Like, this is such a powerful picture of the goodness of God. Man, I could keep talking. Like, yeah. Anything? What, yeah, I think, you know, the uh, the part where it says goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, I know some days I don't feel the goodness. And so I think that stuck out to me, too. It's like, well, am I not looking for it? I mean, because clearly it's there. I mean, it says it's there. Mm-hmm. Like, so I'm missing the goodness that I could be having, but I'm not seeing it yep. maybe because my perspective's wrong or so that's another thing that was, it stuck out to me. I was like, no, there's, there's a lot of days that aren't good. Like there's a lot of things that aren't goodness. And so, but there is a lot of things that are good. Mm-hmm. And I just, you know, it, it's, it's all, you see, 
I, I firmly believe that you find what you're looking for. Yes. So if you're looking for something to be upset about, you'll always find something. And if you're looking for something to praise God about, there's always something to find. Yep. Yep. Right on. And, and just uh, a reminder to all of us when we read a psalm, like Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd. That means we're his sheep. You know, if he's our shepherd, that makes us the sheep. And um, sheep uh, need to trust in their shepherd. Sheep are dumb. Sheep are dumb. Let's face it. Uh, <laughs> sheep are dumb. Uh, they don't always know what to do or where to go. Uh, that's why we need to trust in the shepherd. Um, he's, he's a good shepherd. And, and he's with us. And uh, man, like that. Yeah, there, there's just so much. Um, but maybe this would be a, a good spot to just kind of conclude today. Uh, maybe just with a reminder um, to anyone who's listening that feels like uh, maybe the, the, the pasture's a little sparse right now, or maybe feels like you're in a valley, um, the shadow of death is, is creeping closer. Um, to anyone who feels like they're, they're in the presence of enemies, um, your shepherd sees you. Uh, he created you. Um, he, he, he created you to be led by him. And he's inviting you today uh, to choose to let him. Let him lead. Trust in his leadership. Trust in his power. Trust in his goodness. Um, because the good news is, no matter what's going on right now, um, if you follow him, you will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Let that just sink in. And let that um, be your hope. And let that be your good news. Let that be your identity. Um, let that be your reality, uh, no matter what's going on in your life today. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Accept the rest. Accept the rest. Mm -hmm. Yep. Accept the rest. Trust in his leading. Um, trust in his provision. Uh, he's a good shepherd and he wants good for you. All right. Well, that just uh, feels like a, a good spot to, to close. I probably, it's probably the third time I've said that. Right I was going to say, you said that. So let's just act on it right <laughs> so now. So this is a real close. This, not is a the, close. this is the real hard close. The Lord bless you and keep you. Cause his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord turn his face towards you and may you live in his peace today. Amen.